We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome to the California Golden Blogs Bearcast official media guide, audio guide for the last home game of the season against Oregon State on Saturday. I am your host, Rob Hong, here with Andy Johnson. Yep, that's me. Woohoo. Ready for senior night? Yep, senior day. <laughs> senior day. Because technically, yeah, right? Is it? Senior day night. Senior well, day guess night. what? I got bad news for you. All right. Clocks are changing. Ugh. Sunday. Sunday. Yep. Oh, that's right. So it is going to get dark early that. That's right. It's going to get dark oh, wait. earlier. No, no, never mind. Yeah, it'll, it will get dark earlier. No, not this Saturday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Never mind. Oh, senior day it is. Senior, it's still senior day, but but just as a reminder for all all the people that live in America listening to this, daylight savings does end this coming Saturday, which womp means. Womp. But you get another hour of sleep. What? Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Fall backwards, spring forward. Uh, so so you, get but the, uh, you get another hour. All right. So it's not that bad. You get another hour. Give me the sun. Give me the daylight. Yeah. You do like the daylight. Andy is like the exact opposite of a vampire. <laughs> I you, love the daylight. Sunflower? Is that is that <laughs> is the opposite of a vampire sunflower? Or sunflower? Wasn't that the, the quarterback's <laughs> name in Remember the Titans? Sunflower? No, that's Sunshine. 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 Oh. <laughs> sunshine. <laughs> what did you get Sunflower? <laughs> oh, my. close. You got sun part, right? Sunflower, sunflower sunshine. Sunflower and sunshine are... Sunflower is attracted to sunshine, so I guess you are right. Kind of, in a weird way. Left side, strong side. side. <laughs> That's my brother. Can't you see the resemblance? <laughs> oh, what a great movie. What a great, great movie. That's one of those movies that I'll always watch if it's on. If it's, it's yeah. Like, if, all right, you got me. Yeah. I if, mean, it, if you're like going through the, uh, the guide on the TV and it happens to be showing, it doesn't matter what at what part of the movie it's already in. Personally, I would like to have it before the... You blitz all night because that is definitely still my favorite scene <laughs> of all time. And where uh, uh, the All American linebacker, I can't, remember, I still can't remember his name for the for the life of me. The one that gets injured, yeah. he like runs over to the opposing team's sideline and points at the, <laughs> points at the opposing coach. Such a cheesy scene, so cheesy. But when I was younger and watched that, I was like, that's so cool, so cool, so cool. And then when they're practicing with, uh, I don't know why we're talking about this for so long, but. That scene where they're practicing with the car lights, just the just the team without any of the coaches, and that's where they they start that left side strong side yeah. thing. And I was like, "That's at camp or whatever." Yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes, though. That that scene definitely is 
from that movie. So good. So good. So good. So good. So good. All right. We'll move on <laughs> to our preview podcast of Oregon State. What did, where did the season go? Holy crap. We're already at our last home game. It went by so fast. <laughs> I don't. It's, you know what it is? It's because we haven't had our bye week. I think that's why it feels faster. Because usually we've had our bye week pretty early on in the season. Usually right right around a little earlier than now is when we've usually had it. So, yeah, it definitely feels like a, it feels like a long season, but it also felt like it went by so quickly. So many games, so many fun ones this season and some terrible ones. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, let's talk about Oregon State. Well... We should win this one. <laughs> that's what we said last week. <laughs> that's what we said last week. And that's also what we said about two weeks ago. Before two weeks ago. Right? Yeah. We said our... that about Arizona before Arizona became the Arizona that it is now. Yep. I feel like we're in some weird like time loop. Still should have won that game. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. Moving on. Oregon State. Oregon State. A lot of familiar faces. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan Knoll. Mr. Running Wrecking back. Knoll. So he's been our worst nightmare for mm-hmm. the last few seasons. So we get to deal with him again. And uh, we have not been good defensively against the run. So that doesn't necessarily bode well. Who is their head coach? It is Corey Hall. What's his background? I don't know anything. Gary Anderson just blew up and <laughs> threw his entire assistance under the bus and was like, eh, I'm out. And I just have... Been looking at this game and been like, let's get that win. Corey Hall is a former NFL cornerback, if I'm not mistaken. Played with the Bengals for a really long time. I remember watching him actually play. Right. Yeah. Um, the name is familiar. Yeah. And uh, I don't I don't remember where else he played. I, I know for sure because I remember watching him play uh, for Cincinnati. Um, but other than that, uh, I do not know much. Um, but, yeah, so that's... We got that, right? So we got a brand new coach. That was what we were very, very much afraid of, right, going into the last couple of weeks is, is this something that's going to break Oregon State even further or is this something that's going to just rejuvenate Oregon State? Where What was the exact date that Anderson resigned? Uh, Late September? It was, wait, who, can you tell me who they played over the last two weeks? Who they played last week? Stanford. The week before? Or uh, Colorado. And the week before? USC. SC. He resigned after USC? Before. So they're, they've been better since he's been gone. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> so that was, the big, that was the big scary part, right, was when... They put up 33 points on Colorado, mm-hmm. and we struggled to do 28. So here's some team statistics for you. Okay. All right. Oregon State averages twenty point four points per game this season. Pretty good. At and that, but that's twelfth in the Pac twelve. Yeah, I know. <laughs> California is twenty eight point three, and they're at number eight. All right, scoring defense. Cal is number eight at thirty point one. Oregon State last at forty point one. Wait, we're that bad at scoring defense. Why do we think our defense is so good if we're actually that bad? Well, if you had taken into account the, the massive blowout that we uh, gave yeah. from Washington, Washington, Washington wasn't defense and then Colorado is just now as well because we gave a 44. Statistics always be misleading us. Yep. Total offense in terms of yards, California 371.6. That's number 11. 
guess who's under us? Oregon State at 345 a game. Wow. Uh, total defense yards given up. California, number 10, 446.7 yards per game. Can you guess where Arizona State or Oregon State is? Dead last. They're actually ninth. No. At <laughs> 446.2. They give up 0.5 yards <laughs> less than us per game. <laughs> this is going to be a fun matchup. Yeah. Oregon State is actually number seven in rushing offense. They average 148.9 yards a game, whereas Cal only averages 102.1. 2.2, actually, sorry. Because, yeah, 102.2. And we're, I'm, are we, we're ahead of Washington State, I'm assuming? Yeah, Washington State's at 84.1. Yeah, okay. Um, and then rushing defense. So this is where it might kill us, is, or is actually surprising. California rushing defense only gives up 178.1 yards per game on the ground. Only. Yeah. Whereas Oregon State gives us a, gives up 185.2. Yeah. So I think the game is made based on, on our, the ground. our ability to run the ball. Yeah. And then this is the funnier part, too. California's passing offense in terms of yards is rated fourth in the Pac-12 at 269.3 yards a game. Oregon State's number nine at 196. Not bad. And they're on their backup quarterback. Yeah. But, oh, here's another fun stat. Passing defense. Cal sits at number 11 at 268.6 yards per game. Where do you think Oregon State is? 12th. 10th at 200. Stop tricking me on 261.0. Yeah, why do you think I'm asking you questions like this? (laughs) Who's worse? We are. No, who's 12th? Arizona. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, those those are just some of the, like, just the overall team statistics. Of course... The biggest issue is uh, guys like Ryan Nall, who is seventh in the Pac-12 right now in rushing and averages 5.7 yards a carry, has seven touchdowns on the season, and averages 85.3 yards per game. So, I mean, I still think it's a win. I, I don't I, – the Stanford game was, was pretty bizarre. So I still think we get the win because I think, one, you have a really pissed-off head coach – after the game in Colorado. And two, you you mentioned this, but you have senior night, so there's some added motivation for the guys to send off these these guys that have been, especially defensively, kind of putting up with substandard coaching for much of their career. So really like going out and doing it, and like we've seen our strength and conditioning coach have some pretty fired up pregame speeches. I'd expect like nothing less. And I think in front of a home crowd, which I hope is more than 30,000 people, um, the likelihood is higher just because it is a day game. The only question game. is, there's there's some forecasts that predict slight rain. So that's the big. That's the only big takeaway from that. But uh, yeah, a lot of people were wondering, like after this type of loss that we had to Colorado this past week, and then the devastating emotional loss that we had against Arizona the week before that, are the guys going to come out a little? you know, tired and, and all that. But I think something about there's two games or three games every year that the teams are always going to be fired up about rain, rain, right? Wow. There's three games that the, any football team is always fired up about, regardless of what level you're playing at. One is opening day. Two is your rivalry game. And three is senior day. I think those three games, without a doubt, you always have a fired up team. Like, you don't need to really do much. Like, they're just going to be huzzah, huzzah, like, totally amped regardless. 
So I think going in after these past two weeks, I think we'll see a really fully re-energized team um, and just just fully ready to go. Uh, I don't see any reason not to sell out on this game at all. Look, and I, in, in, I was the person who said I'd take like 3-9 and nine with a win against Stanford. Yeah. I just don't see any reason not to sell out on this game because if you go 5-7 and seven and you get the exception and you get the extra bowl practices, which we know we're in a really good position to do to our APR, like that's a huge win for these young guys. And we're, we just talked about it. You return a lot of players. So sell out on the most winnable game. And in the U.S. Stanford and UCLA, and I, yeah, it would be a bummer to close out on two losses. It'd be, be a big, bigger bummer to close out on three losses. But just get get to the five and seven marks. Like get to at the least five you're eligible to the APR yeah. exception. Yeah, I see no reason not to just like put the season on the line and and take us there against Oregon State and don't let them have a shot at it like at all. Like we need to have an end-to-end dominant performance from a Cal team. We need to be balanced. We need to see it on offense. We need to see it on defense. We can't have these belate like laboring drives that take forever. Like we need to be able to have a little bit more of a quick strike capability and put this team like if you came out of this and said we would go five and seven but get bowl game experience and we'd have a much better defensive team going in with a top 30 recruiting class right now according to rivals like before the recruiting heats up with the staff that we have like yeah i would take that in a heartbeat yeah i think yeah uh definitely we just the the bottom line is we need to win this game we just need to find a way to somehow win this game whether whether we we win by the the skin of our teeth and win by one point, or whether we blow them out and win by thirty five, like it, it doesn't matter. We just somehow need to find a way to win this game, and that puts not only some a little bit of a hop in the step of the guys that are currently on the team, but it also puts a little bit of juice back into the tank for recruiting going on to this off season, and especially I think the, that's the biggest point, right? Is you, I think people underestimate the amount of practices you're able to have. And to get that extra set of practices that you get if you're eligible for a bowl game is, it's, yeah, it's so big. It's yeah. so big. You can't, I can't, I can't understate how, like, how much, or I can't overstate how much of an importance that is, especially to the young guys right. that you have. Because you're going to have a lot of defensive young guys that are going to be able to get into those practices, whether they're with the scout team or not. But that's still reps. Oh, and then let me tell you like what the bowl game experience is like. Yes, you please. You get to go hop on a charter jet to where down to you know maybe like a beautiful place like San Diego. Yeah, you think we're and, getting the hall label? No. <laughs> is that what you? No, I'm just re- <laughs> reliving my experience. But you stay in like a super nice hotel with all of your friends on the team. You get to go tour the area, the local area. Usually, you'll have. Uh, you know, those media sponsored, like, come tour or this or tour this. So you get to show off some of the city and then the players get to go. So you, culturally, it's very cool. Uh, and then you get new gear. So the Under Armour will issue bowl game gear. And so you get yeah, fresh. With the patches and all yeah, that. Yeah, that's so awesome. So you're getting new gear. Oh, it's almost like going back to training camp where you're getting new gear at every meal. Um, and then you have the game itself, and you get a ring when or, whether you win or lose, and that's like the moment that you can point back to and been like, 
yeah, went to the bowl game that year and maybe we got the win or maybe we didn't, but my ring is massive and we got we lost in the points at the bowl and it was it was awesome. So it that all that matters. I mean, all that is things that you can talk about and say to recruit that's hey, yeah, that bowl game was that bowl game was dope. It was fun. Got to do this, got to do that. We're gonna go to a better one next year. Like that builds. It build it really does. And like especially when you think about all the effort that goes into college mm-hmm. football. To get that level of a reward, um, it's just it's just special. Yeah, I think that's all in all. I think that's the big thing. As you said, we get to five and seven, we have a really good chance of making the bowl game, even if we, or if we if we just end the season at five and seven, because I believe because of our APR score last year and the fact that we didn't get to go to one last year as well, we're like bumped up on the list or something like that, where. Yeah, we're like one of the one of the top teams that gets into a bowl game. That if there were, aren't enough teams that got to six wins, so but would it be great to go in with just a simple six games? Of course, yeah, of course. So I just six would be great. I just am I wishing for too much that if we go to a bowl game, I just don't want to go to the Armed Forces Bowl. Like that's the only bowl I do not want to go to because we've already been. Well, not too, but I, the allure of like just a bowl game against one of the military schools, which is it's fun nonetheless. But I want to see like us play against a team that is just like a, let's say another power five school, but just in a different conference, like you know mid mid table, just to see how we match up against them. Yeah, I would love to go to the game. Yeah, so. where? Well, if it's close, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like if it's on the West Coast, El Paso. No. Did you go to El Paso? No. <laughs> No, we even got that was going to be one of the games that we thought we were going to go to, and uh, everyone was like, "Just no, please no." no. Yeah, um, yeah. I would really like to go. I mean, I would love to go to a bowl game. It's really fun. It'd be great to go to Foster Farms or whatever. Well, Foster Farms would be nice just because it's right here. It's that literal. awful stadium in Levi's. No, yeah, it's not great. Um, I will say the amenities are great. That's about it about that stadium. Yeah, the amenities are so nice. Yeah, they are. Because it's brand new. But other than that, yeah, no other real good ones. Holiday Bowl, but we're not going to the Holiday Bowl. What's our routine this weekend? That's what I was going to ask you right now. What is our, what is, where's our go-tos? It's a two o'clock game, so you might want to grab some breakfast. Um, or you can grab lunch. Depends on how early you get to the state, like get to <laughs> Berkeley. Right. You can Because <laughs> if you go, I mean, I get there at like 11. So like, it's like a weird, like. You're going at 11? Well, I'm going to our tailgate, so I just want to get there to like hang out with people and talk to people and things like that. So okay. maybe drink a beer early so that I digest and I get my red flush out of my face before we walk up to the stadium. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you want some, if you, it's, a, it's a weird like brunch hour. Cafe Durant's always a good choice. Great choice. Great choice. Mimosas. Yeah. Get some pancakes. Sunlight. Yeah. Out on the deck. Um, super nice. Super, super nice. That will be the pick of the week. Yeah. Cafe Durant. Cafe Durant. The Bearcast, sponsored yep. by Cafe D. Yeah. Not actually. Know where I went? Where? Um, I went to Kips last week, Thursday night. You've been talking about Kips nonstop yeah. over the last couple of weeks about the bo- like, Is it great? quote unquote <laughs> bottle service. No, it's not. It's, it's not well, I mean, there's waitress. In, like, there's actual servers. Yeah. I had another server. It's weird. But the same dance floor, dance on the dance floor, which was really just poetic. 
and <laughs> I ordered drinks, and they're ten dollars drinks. And I was like, "How in the world is anyone affording this in yeah. college?" Ten dollar drinks. It was like vodka sodas, ten bucks. I was like, "Wait a second, what happened to the two dollar beaming cokes?" Yeah, they're probably like pouring Smirnoff first and like the Kirkland brand into there for you too. Yeah. Anyways, that'll be the post game move. If we win, if we win, are we going see to Kips? Kips. Are we? Go- we're going to Kips. Going to Kips. Wow. Well, we went to after the after the Washington State game. Most of the CGB guys, we went to Tap House. Um. Oh, that place is packed. Yeah, but they actually they actually renovated the upstairs part too. Oh, so wow. you can actually you have to go in downstairs, but there's a staircase in the back that leads you back upstairs. Oh, cool. So you can go upstairs, and there's a whole bunch of pool tables upstairs too. Like. It's a really big space. There's also a bar up there on the second floor as well. So wow, it's it's super nice. We hung out at one of the tables like just upstairs, and it was just a, it was a good time. A lot of good music, things like that. I saw Twist dance. I still have nightmares. It was, I still have nightmares. It was like an unwanted lap dance. Wow. Well, you didn't get that personal. All right, all right. You didn't get that personal, but it it was it was pretty intimate. and on that note have a good Oregon State game we wish you the best may you never see twist dance especially in the form of an interpretive lap dance yeah but that that pretty much wraps it up for us Uh, this is our this is definitely our last home game so we might have another one of these previews for you for the Stanford game in two weeks yes we will yeah just because you and I have both been to Palo Alto enough and know some places that we would encourage there's a really good Mediterranean place that I'm probably going to go to before the game too so Super good, super good. I still have to decide whether I want to sit in the box or not. You want me to sit with you, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Um, that wraps it up for us. And as always, go Bears. Go Bears.